You know, like I can be really good and I can even be great, but I'm not going to be excellent and outstanding and just like crush it all of the time if I'm not physically up to my potential. Hey there, welcome back to the Self Love Breakfast Club. I'm Crystal Rose, your host. Thank you for being here today. Today, you know, I really want to talk about health and how important it is to advocate for your own health (laughs) and whatever that looks like to you. So I thought I would share a little bit about my current healing journey. I'm, I'm going through some healing stuff right now, some medical stuff. And I thought, you know what, while I'm in process of this, of healing and, you know, seeing improvements, I thought I would share with you guys like what it took to kind of get to this place and why I chose the path I chose and, you know, what hopefully it looks like for me in several months. And we'll call this like part one. (laughs) Ask my doctor if he'd be willing to come on the podcast and just chat about, you know, my treatment and what he does and all of that later on down the road. So that'll be several months from now when hopefully everything has gone as planned and I am all healed up. So I'm pretty excited about that because I think that'll be really, really interesting for you guys. So before I get into my own journey, I want to talk about advocation for yourself. So I have seen so many women, you know, struggling with from hormone issues to gut health to just not knowing what's going on with them and not knowing what's wrong, but knowing that there is something wrong. And I have watched these women just go from, you know, doctor to specialist to, you know, being told it's all in their head, just being like, oh, reduce stress, then you'll be fine. Get more sleep, you'll be fine. And just not really getting answers. And I've seen women that it's taken them years, years to find out, you know, one of them, I think said seven years to find out what was going on with them. Like that's insane, right? To not have answers for seven years. Think about the added amount of stress that there is like on top of whatever is going on medically. Now we have an extra layer of stress. So then we're stressing about what's going on medically and like potentially making it worse. So I I have just seen this happen over and over and over again. And it honestly makes me really, really sad. There are women who just are not living their lives because they're so hyper-focused on their health and not necessarily like improving health and like, you know, but figuring out what the health is wrong with them. (laughs) So my friend recently went to the emergency room. This is just another example, right? And she knew exactly what her body needed. She needed fluids. She was severely dehydrated. I mean, what happened to her is absolutely scary. It's horrifying. She ended up going, being picked up in an ambulance, taken to the emergency room, and they would not give her fluids. And she's like, I am dehydrated. I need a drip. And like, this is not, you know, this woman works with IV hydration nurses. So she knows, like she knows what she needs. Right. And asking and asking and asking and asking and asking and like, didn't see the doctor for, I think more than a day of being there. I mean, it was crazy, crazy. And then finally, you know, they had set up this like little drip for her that was like super, super slow just to like shut her up basically. And then when the doctor came in and finally looked at her and everything and he's like, oh, he's like, we need to fix this. This needs, you need fluids. Like no shit, you know? And so it's just really disappointing and sad that you can be 
in an emergency environment for several hours, if not days, and be asking for something and not have your wish essentially granted. I don't think it's a lot to ask for fluids, but that's what happened to her. And that was literally like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. So it's so important, you know, if you're not getting the answers that you need, if you feel like you're off, girl, you're off, okay? Like, if you feel like there's something going on in your body or something's wrong or something is just not like working properly, you're probably right. And it could be so little and nuanced or something that like, you know, you wouldn't think to look right off the bat. And, you know, for me, we'll get into into my journey. I didn't realize how horrible I felt until I started feeling good again. I've had insomnia my entire life. Like I've really struggled to sleep my entire life. And while I think some of that is trauma related, there's, you know, essentially something not working in there. I struggled a lot with anxiety and depression and was on medication on and off. I was on ADD medication at one time. I've been on sleep aids, Ambien, things like that. And, you know, I never really liked being on drugs. I never really enjoyed having prescriptions and having to rely on medication to feel like normal, right? Like to just feel like everyone else supposedly feels. And so I essentially weaned myself off of pretty much every medication. And while I did struggle with anxiety and depression, you know, PTSD, things like that for years, I didn't start seeing results in my healing until like the last couple of years, um, last year and a half or so when I started doing the work that it actually takes to heal, which is now what I coach. So that's been amazing. And, you know, more of like a, that mental and emotional healing process. Now, physically, you know, again, like not sleeping, I struggle to sleep. And what do I get told? Well, you, you need to sleep more. You'll feel better if you sleep more. Well, yeah, if I could sleep, like that would be amazing. That was like literally my goal for, <laughs> for the longest time. I just want to be able to sleep. And that would be incredible, you know, we'll reduce stress. Okay. Not helpful. <laughs> not helpful. I had a lot of, you know, stress, of course, because I do own a couple of businesses and I think it's part of it. But also, you know, I didn't really quite understand how to live in flow and to not be stressed out all of the damn time. That is something I've worked on. So what led me to seek medical attention or seek a doctor is because I realized like I was just so exhausted all the time. And it just felt like I was literally like dragging myself from place to place and dragging myself into the gym. And I know, I know when I'm making excuses about not feeling like working out, there are definitely days where I'm like, oh, I do not feel like working out. And then I will like drag myself in there because, you know, I mean, I'm not going to take three days off in a row or whatever. Or, you know, then there was the, I am so dead, tired, exhausted. I cannot bring myself to work out. And those days I didn't, I listened to my body. I didn't force it. And if that meant like three days in a row, I wasn't working out. Well, I wasn't (laughs) because it was like this level of physical exhaustion. And after a while, I just started like, not like pushing so hardcore that it was like, you know, going to be too detrimental. But I realized like this energetic state that I'm in is just not going to get better on its own. I, and waiting for my energy to come back is, 
well, it sucks. And I, so I would, you know, just really try to feel it out and bring myself into the gym. And, and it was really, really hard to put together like a regular training schedule because I just barely had it in me and listening to myself and wanting to really truly honor myself and not force and make the situation worse. Another symptom that I was dealing with was that my cycle was irregular. I had gotten off birth control like a handful of years ago and you know, I mean, your body is going to be kind of a shit show when you get off hormonal birth control. And that's, it wasn't like crazy bad. It's not like I had mood swings. I actually felt better from like mental and emotional perspective, but I noticed that my cycle just started getting really off and I would be super, super late every cycle. And so it would just get later and later and I was just like, this is not right. Like, this is not supposed to be like this. So I started supplementing. I found some stuff that helped me for a little bit. And then when it stopped helping, I realized, okay, this has not been resolved. This is still an issue. I'm still an insomniac. I don't know if that has anything to do with anything medically. I'm exhausted all of the time. And my digestion wasn't great, And I, but I didn't like think of that as like a main symptom. I just kind of like, I don't know, dealt with it. You know, like I feel like there are a lot of things I just kind of dealt with. Like, oh, that's just what it is. Not a big deal. Oh, I ate something that didn't sit right with me. Like uh, every day. Okay. But you know, (laughs) so I was just like kind of coasting along. And then I just, I think what happened, what really prompted me to seek help in this area was I started coaching. And you guys, it takes a lot energetically to go through this process with people because I am holding people through deep, intense feelings. You know, sometimes like traumatic instances come up and I'm holding space and I'm helping guide these people into their own healing. And That takes a lot. That can take a lot out of you if you're not in the right energetic place. And I realized how much I love coaching. I love my one-on-one coaching. I'm absolutely obsessed with my group program. I love every inch of it. And what I realized was in order for me to be the best coach possible, I have to feel absolutely amazing in my body. You know, like I can be really good and I can even be great, but I'm not going to be excellent and outstanding and just like crush it all of the time if I'm not physically up to my potential. You know, like it's my own personal growth. I went through my own healing journey. I do believe that I healed my anxiety and depression, which is like flipping incredible to me because I felt like such a prisoner for so long in it. And Then I realized like, hey, listen, I've been letting things slack physically. And so I want to be the best possible me so that I can help others exponentially. And that is really the drive and motivation. And while, you know, (laughs) you should want to get better for yourself. And of course I do, you know, what really is driving me is, are my clients, are the people that I get to work with and experience. And I want to be a million percent for them. So I started to consider going to the doctor and something kind of just kept holding me back. I think for a few months I had it like on my plate to make an appointment with my primary care to get some blood work done. And and I had my husband ask, cause it's like, 
the doctor is his team doctor and now he is my doctor because it's just easier that way. And I asked my husband, like, well, what's the process? Like, if I want to get blood work done, can you find out? Because I I don't like talking to people on the phone. (laughs) So he asked and, you know, he found out and he was like, you know, you need to go in for a physical and then he will, you know, order whatever. And I just never made the appointment. I just didn't. And and my primary care, he's a cool guy. We call him by his first name. Like he's helped me with like a shoulder situation. And and when I had the flu super bad, like my husband dragged me in to see him. And so he's, you know, I'm not, I don't want anyone to think that I am like 100% like slamming Western medicine, but let's be honest here. A lot of the times when it comes to going like the standard medical world, we are looking at treating symptoms rather than finding the root cause. And I have seen over and over again, women begging their primary care for deeper labs, not just like the, you know, like if we're looking at the thyroid, not just like the two, like all of them and to really dig and and get in. And I've seen women bounce from specialist to specialist, a person to person trying to figure out what's wrong with them. And, and I just saw that laid out before me and I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to spend years focused on how sick I felt rather than moving towards how great I could feel, if that makes sense. And so I was like, okay, I'm, I just kept dragging my feet and dragging my feet. And I kept telling myself, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll make the appointment. And I realized I wasn't making the appointment because there was obviously something deeper, a reason why I didn't want to. All of that that I just told you. So I finally, I started, you know, Googling and I wanted to find a functional medicine doctor, a naturopath. Again, you guys, I am telling you this because this is what worked for me. This is what is helping me. I think if you love Western medicine, if you take medication, if if you feel like you're doing the right thing, like that's what matters. Like I don't care what you do as long as you feel like you are getting your answers, as long as you feel like you are getting your treatment. That is what matters to me. I don't care what way you go about doing it. I personally prefer a holistic approach to my health. I am not sticking stuff in my body. Like, I just don't like that. (laughs) And again, you know, you guys, like on the deeper level, like I generally, you know, avoid makeup and skincare products and toiletries that have toxins or aren't super clean, natural. Like that's just who I am. That's me. I don't drink water. That's not unfiltered. Uh, All of my cleaning products are super like (laughs) crunchy. Like I am an underground hippie. (laughs) Okay. And so, you know, that's what I feel comfortable with. So I sought out a functional medicine doctor and I I found one locally to me and I just kind of put out an inquiry. They called me and had, you know, set up a time for me to talk to the doctor and kind of told me what their process was. I went in and he ran a bunch of like physical tests on me just to kind of see like, you know, if there was any neuropathy or like what were my cognitive skills like. And, you know, he was able to detect quite a bit of inflammation and, you know, we sat down and I had, I brought my husband along and, and I had asked my husband like, Hey, listen, like I've decided, I think I want to go the natural route. Like, are you cool with this? Because you guys, it is not cheap. It is friggin' expensive and insurance doesn't cover a damn thing. The only thing insurance has covered so far on this journey for me, which is like a huge chunk, thank God, were my full lab panel they were able to cover quite a bit of that for me. And the reason why 
they were able to is because my doctor has a nurse practitioner who will write the order for it so that insurance will take care of it. And then there were also some labs that I was able to pay for with my HSA. Not everyone has that, and I'm fortunate to have that. So that is just like some of the testing. And so through this process, there were a lot of labs. I'm also paying for different therapies that my doctor suggests and, you know, gears towards my specific stuff and, you know, like all of the labs and the tests and then also him, you know, seeing me and the treatment. So I go into my doctor's office every single week, you guys, and I'm going in there for six months total. I'm like, I think I'm about two months in. What we found when we got our labs back was that, you know, he said to me, you take really good care of yourself and it shows because we could have a potential train wreck here (laughs) because of all of the stuff that was going on. There were several infections in my body, both bacterial and viral, that have been living there kind of, and I want to say passively because it's not like I'm walking around being sick, but my immune system is like in a constant like, you know, Facebook fight basically and a little like little back and forth pettiness with these infections. So that was happening. Also, my adrenals in the actual trash can just fried. So, you know, no wonder why I'm exhausted all the time. And my hormones. So my estrogen was high. My testosterone and my progesterone were so low, like super low. And I I can't remember if it was the, I think it was a progesterone. My levels were post-menopausal levels, which he was like, this is kind of crazy because, you know, you're still super fertile. And like from your other labs, like you're good on that. Like (laughs) you're not like premenopausal or anything. He's like, so, you know, this is obviously an abnormality. We also discovered that I have leaky gut and there are markers for that and that I am non-celiac gluten sensitive. So here I am my whole life just shoveling gluten and never even thought about it. And also, you know, on my family side, my mom, all of her siblings have had gut issues. They have had feet of their colon removed or, you know, my mother had a precancerous mass in her duodenum. You know, my other, just like pretty much every single one of her siblings, I believe, has had something some sort of either colon, gut, whatever issue. My little sister, my littlest sister is celiac. So this is like possibly a genetic thing. And I had no idea, no idea that I should not be eating gluten. So (laughs) at all. (laughs) So yeah, like that was pretty eye-opening to just see all of these things. You know, we also did a QEEG, which is like a brain map. We found out that I'm ADD. Yep, I know that. (laughs) And that there's potential for PTSD. We know that that's there. And there's definitely some inflammation when it comes to, you know, my information being brought to my brain and some neuropathy and whatnot. So a whole host of things, right? There's a lot going on, but knowing what they are and what is going on is great because then it gives us like an understanding of what we're looking at and then a path to take. So immediately he had me go on the AIP diet. And this is before any of my food panel came back. 
We did a full sensitivity panel. It was blood. So it wasn't one of those little like Everly Well or or, like order things. It was like, go get a bunch of vials of blood taken out and we're going to run it. (laughs) And so, you know, there were some things in there that I was sensitive to. And he let me know that this could change. You know, a lot of the times if you do have leaky gut, it'll show that you're sensitive to some things that you are not necessarily sensitive to. Also, you know, being mindful that if you eat something every single day, like your body is going to produce the antigens that are going to show that you're like sensitive to it because you're eating it all the time. So it's just like something to be aware of that sometimes, you know, these sensitivity tests aren't like you don't take them as complete law, but they are, you know, important to note. And I obviously the more accurate of a test you get, the better, you know, you'll have information that you'll have. So he put me on the AIP protocol diet, which, oh my God, you guys, if you Google that, it is horrible. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that, you know, in sharing with it on my social media, I got so many women just being like, oh my God, I've been on AIP for years. And I'm like, what? Like, how do you live? Because it is like soy-free, grain-free, gluten-free, dairy-free, nightshade-free. You know, it is hardly finding anything that you actually can eat. You know, like the list of of stuff that you can eat is probably smaller than the list of stuff you cannot. And, you know, there are women who are like, this is what helped them feel better and they're doing it. And honestly, it's amazing because food is my life. And I was so sad, like to just even be on that, you know, I gained a little bit of weight trying to figure it out because I just didn't know what ratios to eat of what, and I wasn't getting in enough protein. And I wasn't, you know, I had no idea like what I was even eating. I was just trying to eat because suddenly everything was very restricted But once we got my panels back, I was able to integrate some more things. So currently, because I have leaky gut, I am grain-free. I am allowed to have quinoa and there's, you know, a few other things, but I can't have rice or corn. I still can't have soy. I can't have white potatoes. I cannot have cow dairy. I am allowed to have goat or sheep's dairy. I am not allowed to have chicken eggs, but I can have duck eggs. No alcohol and no caffeine. So, and the caffeine really is, you know, yes, for the gut, you know, trying to avoid the acidic drip. So I don't, I wouldn't do that anymore, but it's also for my adrenals because, you know, caffeine's not great for your adrenals. So I have been, you know, following this for a little over a month and yeah, it's really frustrating at times. There are times where I'm just like, oh my God, I just want a white potato. (laughs) You know, I have made peace with the fact that like once my gut heals, I can have a lot of these things back, but not gluten. And I've made peace with that, you know, the fact that I've been eating gluten and essentially like trashing my body for however long is sucks. It sucks to know that I, you know, I wish this was something I had thought of or whatever before, but I had no idea, no idea. So that has been, you know, part of my treatment is following this diet. I also go in for therapies, and that can include uh, PEMF, Hakamed. I do the interactive metronome. I do neurofeedback, and I do biocharger. And if you guys go ahead and look any of those things up, you'll see all of the different <laughs> all of the different methodologies that I am basically subjected to every single week. I go in there and I do everything. And sometimes while I'm in the biocharger room, I do a little bit of meditation or breath work and just like kind of use that as my time. At first, I was like kind of kicking and screaming about having to spend so much time in the doctor's office, like three to four hours, you know, is a chunk of time that I did not feel like I could afford to lose. But this is my health and it is the most important thing is my top, top priority right now. So I go in there for, you know, four-ish hours a week, and it's my time to be there. I don't plan on having anything after. 
I give myself lots of space around it. So that way I'm not stressed out about it. So again, I'm also on a bazillion supplements. He has, you know, checked my labs, but also he uses Chinese medicine to check my system, my energy and what's working for me. So we've been kind of changing some things here and there, but I'm on a whole host of supplements and I'm, I'm not going to tell you what they, what they are, you guys, because here's the thing. Supplementation is personal, and that's something I didn't really understand before. Before it was like, "Hey, this worked for me. This could work for you." And you know what? All of our bodies are so damn different that there is not a one size fits all approach to supplementation. We all have you know different things that we need and that we're not getting enough of, or that we need more of. And and there's going to be some blanket things across the board that everyone could use, you know, like, like magnesium, for example, like ever, that's good for everyone. But, you know, I've got some really specific supplements that he has me taking. It is a lot of them and I'm hoping, and he says that, you know, by the end of this, I won't have to take quite so many. So that's exciting. We are also doing a field protocol for the infections and it's, if you've followed me on Instagram, you might've seen like the bag of pills that I was taking. I'm on my third round of that. And every time, because these infections either go away or they reduce in strength, I, you know, have to take less pills on the next time in protocol. So I'm hoping this third time is the last and final time. There are still a few infections in there, but overall, most of them are gone. So that is happening. (laughs) Yeah. So we're really taking a multi-pronged kind of shotgun approach here. I'm doing therapies. I'm supplementation. I've got, you know, my diet all up to snuff. So there's a lot going on. But I will tell you this. This is what is feeling better. I am sleeping better. And that is probably the craziest part about all of this for me is that years and years and years and years I have struggled with sleeping. It has been the hardest, hardest thing to overcome. It just sucks like laying there at night. And while not every single night is perfect, I'm telling you, like I've gotten the best sleep I think I've ever gotten in my life over the past like month or so. Like just actually been able to go to bed and go to sleep. What? What? So that alone is priceless, absolutely priceless. And I am feeling energetically so much better. I have so much more energy. And that's where I kind of realized like, wow, just knowing how bad it was before, realizing how bad it was before because of how like decent and good I feel now. And I know I'm not 100% by any means now. And I'm like, wow, I felt terrible. Like I cannot believe I was functioning. Like the fact that I've like accomplished as much as I've accomplished feeling like actual trash is mind blowing. It's absolutely mind blowing to me. And and I'm while I'm not like, you know, proud of like pushing through because you know what? I didn't know. I didn't know what I didn't know. I'm really proud of myself for you know, just keep moving forward, even if it felt like inches, because it was, you know, really hard (laughs) to feel so energetically like garbage. So I do feel like my energy is up, my libido up. Like I I don't feel like dead inside (laughs) anymore, you know, as far as that's concerned. And my digestion is better. Like I said, it's not like the primary reason why I decided to go in and see him, but magically (laughs) through not eating things that make me feel bad and fixing my diet a little bit, I feel normal. Like I I feel so much better. 
And there's still some stuff to overcome. I still feel bloating at some times. And you know what? Like we're not 100% here. I'm two months in to this, which is supposed to be six months with him. But it's so promising, you guys. And I, I'm i so grateful for my doctor. And I'm so grateful that, you know, my husband is so supportive of me just like doing this my way. You know, and I'm really grateful for all of you who, you know, pop into my DMs and and tell me that like, hey, I, you know, I went through this and blah, 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 and are giving me tips and advice. Like you guys have been absolute lifesavers. <laughs> you know, I want to help people and I want to be able to share my story to help people. And you guys have been helping me. And I appreciate that just beyond. It's so great. And honestly, it does make me really sad to know that there's so many women struggling with hormonal issues, with gut health, you know, with just thyroid stuff, you know, it makes me really sad that there's so much of that going on. And, and that's another can of worms about probably why that's going on. I won't, you know, get into that today, but our world is set up in a way where we are not helping people from the root we are not concerned with true, true health. And I, and I thought I was healthy, you guys. Like I worked out and I ate, you know, pretty well. Like I thought I was healthy, but I wasn't. And that was like, you know, that took me a while to kind of like wrestle. I had to let go of that because I was like, but I'm healthy. <laughs> no, well, you're not sleeping and your digestion's crap and you have no energy. And it was like, you're not healthy, you know? And so just like knowing that, the way our society is set up, the way our healthcare system is set up is about like treating symptoms and and essentially keeping people sick. It's not about the root. It's about, oh, what symptoms are you having here? This will alleviate your symptoms. And like most medications have a billion side effects that we don't want to experience either, right? Like that sometimes sound worse than what's actually going on. And it's just scary. Like it's just scary that there's all of this out there and that, you know, maybe that industry cares more about money than it cares about actual people. And that's really upsetting and frustrating. You know, I know that the natural way is not everyone's way. And that's totally cool. You know, like I said before, if what you're doing feels good and you're getting answers and you feel great, awesome. You know, and it sucks that holistic healthcare isn't covered by insurance. But you know what? I would rather invest in my health than having to kind of like later almost like, you know, being on a hamster wheel or like chasing it <laughs> because it's gone too far. So yeah, like that's really how I feel about that. And like I said, it's, you know, it's a whole other can of worms, like getting into the healthcare situation. But if you are feeling like something is going on or something is wrong inside of your body, please honor that in whatever way. And if you're not getting answers, if you're not getting solutions, keep going, keep trying, ask for second and third opinions, like do what it takes I know this shit can get expensive, but here's the thing. If you aren't here anymore, then what good is your money, right? Like invest in your health and your well-being so then you can do all of the things that you go out there and you do every day so that you can love and support the people who love and support you so you can be 100% for yourself and for others. Like that is what is truly, truly important. So I hope that, you know, I have helped at least one person out there, or at least like, you know, that you are not alone. We are in this together. I am healing. I am in the process of healing. I am not sick. I am not sick. I am in the process of healing. And so are you, even if you don't have the answers yet, you will get there. Just keep going and please, please, please advocate for yourself. So, so important. 
I love you guys. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye for now. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories. Send it to a friend who might need it or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose, and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you.